When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Joe Reed. I have Alan Minskoff with me. And how are you going to stick the landing, Alan, this week? I'm just going to be candid. This is my favorite day of a very good week. Okay. We're ready. This is Bartleby and Me, Reflections of an Old Scrivener by Gay Talese. And it's red and red with panache and style and flair by Mike Ortega. Now, for people who might not know who Gay Talese is, describe him. Tell us about him. Okay. Well, it needs to be said that Gay Talese is one of the fathers of the new journalism with Tom Wolfe and Joan Didion and Pete Hamill and those folks. And he worked originally at the New York Times, but he wanted to do more creative work. And then he went on to work for Esquire. And his most famous short piece, which is really talked about at some length in this memoir, is Frank Sinatra has a cold. And the reason it's so famous is that he never gets to interview Frank Sinatra and yet writes an extraordinarily brilliant piece about everybody else around Frank, you know, his handlers, his fixers. It's just a wonderful piece of writing. But you get such a sense of Frank Sinatra when you're done with it. You're watching Frank Sinatra all the time. I mean, he's all, he's at remove, he's carrying on, but he's not being interviewed. That's the only, I don't want to, misconstrue that. And Frank Sinatra like says no to him and he gets to watch him, you know, record one of his most famous television specials. So he's right there with them. He goes to Frank Sinatra goes to the Ali uh, Floyd Patterson fight and he's there and Gaetalese goes there as well. He spends a month hunting down this story and it became the most celebrated story in the history of Esquire. It was voted the best story in 70 years of Esquire. I would think it would be. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, so um, Mike Ortega? Really gets I mean, he just, he sounds so writerly, if you know what I mean. He just gets, I mean, Talese is, is 91 now. And so you have to put up with a little bit of what they call the silver fox stuff, where he calls all women by their hair color. And, you know, he's, he is at, at that stage of life. But he also really knows how to tell a story. And there's a new piece in here that the audiobook ends with and it's it's about a a crazed doctor who blows up his building in new york and it's very well written and talese in typical style does a lot of research and finds out about this man who instead of giving the building or the money for the building to his ex-wife blows it up with himself in it and that's a big piece of this he wrote, Gay Talese wrote early, early on in his career about New York, a serendipitous journey. It is one of the best pieces of writing I've read where he talks about the cats who live in the subway tunnels or writes about the cats. Who's... <laughs> He's really good like yeah. that. And the Verrazano Bridge, this is how old this is, was just being built. And he's talking to and writing about the people who are being displaced. And he's also talking to and writing about the Native Americans who were very much involved in building that bridge. It is an extraordinary book that gives you such a sense of New York. 
Well, you're on to the real theme of his life. He always wanted to write about the extraordinary, the ordinary people in extraordinary circumstances or who do extraordinary things. That's what was always his, and he talks about that at, at some length in this audiobook. That's his passion, mm-hmm. to discover these people. And he didn't want to go and do the Sinatra piece. The editor at Esquire forced him to do it. He, had, he wanted to write about somebody else from the Times, because remember, he was at this same moment in the 60s preparing to write The Kingdom and the Power, the sort of classic on the New York Times. Well, why don't we listen to a little bit now of Bartleby and me? Set this up. This is when he is describing his early time at the Times. Okay. This is Bartleby and Me, Reflections of an Old Scrivener. It's by Gay Talese, read by Mike Ortego. When I joined the Times in the mid-1950s, I wanted to specialize in writing about nobodies. As a reader, I was always drawn to fiction writers who could make ordinary people seem extraordinary. Out of a nobody, they could create a memorable somebody. Among the writers who achieved this was Herman Melville, whose great short story about a nobody is called Bartleby, the Scrivener. Appearing in Putnam's Magazine in 1853, two years after the publication of Melville's novel, Moby Dick, the story takes place within a small and dreary law office on the second floor of a building on Wall Street. Such a good writer. And so well narrated, really kind of perfect. I mean, I wonder if Talese had some choice in the narrator because he really does sound like a writer talking about himself, doesn't he? Absolutely. That that really is kind of a perfect narration here. I want to hear more. I think you'd enjoy it. And it's the kind of, you could listen to a section. Say you just wanted to hear the Frank, Frank Sinatra has a cold part. You could listen to that and then say, well, maybe some other time I'll listen to the part about the obit writer. I will listen to the, the crazy man who blows himself up. They, all, they kind of stand alone. And then the, the bridges, which is to least talking about his life. That's, it sounds like a really, really wonderful book to listen to. And it also sounds like one where I have to go dig up my old uh, Frank Sinatra has a cold article, which, of course, I have um, <laughs> before I read this, because I know I'll want to read it again. <laughs> well, thank you for ending the week so well, Alan. It's been a, it's really been a good week. It really has been. Thank you. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Dreamscape Publishing, who want to remind you that October is National Book Month the perfect time to spark the love for audiobooks. Join Dreamscape Publishing for hand-picked recommendations, behind-the-scenes tales, and a month-long audiobook sweepstakes at dreamscapepublishing.com. Behind the Mic is produced by Jessica Lockhart, Robin Witten, Michelle Cobb, Emily Connolly, Alan Minskoff, and Kendra Winchester are contributors. Jennifer Dell is our editor, and the music is William Ross Chernoff's Nomads 4-Way. And I'm your host, Joe Reed. Good listening.